0: The shift to a green energy future is renewing plantation-era water wars in Hawaii. Brittany Light The project would give aging infrastructure new life as pillars of the island's green energy future. Part of the project generates energy by moving water in a closed-loop system and is not in dispute. The subject of controversy is the portion of the system that would divert water outside of the watershed, a hotly contested plantation-era practice that for over a century dried up streams across the state in order to feed monocrop agriculture. The Keikaha sugar plantation used to extract water from the Waimea River to feed its lucrative export crop while undermining the viability of small family farms along the watershed. Even after the plantation's closure in 2000, water continued to be piped and dumped into gulches, storm drains and ditches. A watershed agreement forged in 2017 now sets an 11-million-gallon daily limit for Waimea River water diversions, requiring that any diversion must be justified with no more water taken than is needed for other beneficial uses. Kauai's electric utility has proposed to supply over 6 million gallons of its water allotment to open up food production on dormant agricultural land where the Department of Hawaiian Homelands plans to build 250 homestead farms and pastures as part of the envisioned Opai homestead settlement. The energy project would also support these future farms by bringing in electrical access and road upgrades. The rest of the diverted water would be made available for agriculture on the manaplanes and fields managed by the Kekaha Agriculture Association and owned by the State Agribusiness Development Corp. Farming would need to increase significantly in this region to make use of the water that the energy project would provide. But there is no comprehensive farm plan for the use of so much water on these lands. Critics worry that if there is insufficient agriculture to use the water at the end of the diversion, then a precious resource would be dumped and wasted. A 3,600-page environmental assessment approved by the Hawaii Department of Land and Natural Resources in late December found that the project would have no significant impact on one of Hawaii's largest rivers. The agency's approval precludes the project from performing a more rigorous environmental impact statement that community members say could help address their concerns. The utility has agreed to work with PoIYOLA to develop protocols to ensure that every drop of water diverted for hydroelectricity is, in fact, matched with water used for agriculture, according to KIUC spokeswoman Beth Amaro. The farmers and fishermen say they aren't against renewable energy but they want full disclosure of the project's environmental and cultural impacts. It's not for us, Yudao said of the fight for closer scrutiny of the project. It's for our great-grandchildren. For them, hopefully we can make the right decision. In the fight against climate change, Hawaii was the first state to commit to shift away from the fossil fuels heating the planet and create a purely renewable power supply by 2045. With roughly 60% of its grid now untethered from oil, Kauai's electric utility is powered by the largest share of renewables in the state. It's also one of only a few utilities in the US that's capable of running on 100% renewable energy most of the day. But when the sun disappears at night, the utility's battery storage kicks in, covering a portion of the evening peak when many families cook dinner, shower, and watch TV. Then the oil-fired generators rev up to meet the bulk of the island's energy demand until morning. The West Kauai Energy Project is poised to increase the utility's renewable energy capacity to 80%, according to KIUC. It would achieve this in part by creating 12-hour energy storage capability that would stabilize the grid by bolstering electricity production from renewable sources when the sun's not shining. The project is estimated to save roughly 8 million gallons of oil annually, moving the utility closer to its goal of achieving 100% renewable energy production by 2033, more than a decade before the state mandate. Kauai's energy portfolio currently includes 45% solar, 14% hydro, and 11% biomass. Finding new alternative energy sources or improving energy storage capacity through projects like the WKEP could be crucial to the effort to continue to phase out fossil fuels. It's not just about saving the planet, KIUC says. There's a financial incentive to embrace renewables. Hawaii's electricity prices are higher than nearly anywhere else in the nation. For KAYAK's 34,000 members, the WKP promises to reduce the cost of power by an estimated $157 million to $200 million. The average ratepayer would save about $20 on their monthly electric bill, according to KIUC President and CEO David Bissell. The advantage of transforming a mostly abandoned water diversion system into a renewable energy source is twofold, it saves time and money. Constructing the WKEP would take up to three years at a cost of roughly $200 million, a tab that would be paid by the utilities partner developer AES Corp., Bissell said. The ditches, water diversions, and reservoirs are all relics of the plantation days and just need some rehabilitating, Bissell said. A white haired man in a light blue collared shirt and black sunglasses is speaking. Eventually, KUC will likely turn to biofuels to close the final 5% to 10% gap in its renewable energy portfolio, Bissell said. The WKP stands to minimize the utility's need for biofuels, helping to keep expenses in check. That's because biofuels are an expensive renewable energy source that could impose a heavier hit on ratepayers. Finding ways to economically reach 100% is essential for our ratepayer members to be able to control their electric bill, Bissell said. This is great because it allows us to do that. The utility touts dozens more benefits, including temporary construction jobs and the use of the project's rehabbed reservoirs for fire suppression and improved public trout fishing. Kauai holds a prominent role in the production of taro, or kalo, a sacred crop tied to Hawaiian beliefs about creation. Hanalei on the island's north shore is the taro capital of Hawaii, home to farms that produce more than two-thirds of all the taro in the state. Taro farming also has a storied heritage in Waimea, although many river-fed farms that once dotted the watershed were lost during the plantation era when water diversions left some agricultural regions dry. Farming for taro across the islands has been declining year after year, even as farmers say there is a growing demand. The dozen farms that remain in Waimea are up against several threats, including aging farmers who find difficulty attracting a new generation to replace them and barriers to accessing land, water, and infrastructure. Another concern, more frequent and severe drought. Farmers worry this expected consequence of climate change could reduce the volume of water in the Waimea watershed, jeopardizing a crop and a way of life that depends on the river. Kauai Warren, a Kauai fire captain and subsistence fisherman who has lived on the west side for 40 years, said he worries that a long history of water waste in Waimea is on the verge of repeating itself. It's not just the taro, but the life in the river that supports the nearshore fisheries that has been depleted by the plantation, he said. I thought it was time to let the river heal. But now they want to continue doing what the plantation did for 100 years. The project has been brought to a halt by the dispute, which has created frustration for residents who consider themselves protectors of the river as well as utility executives eager to achieve ambitious green energy goals. Until the lawsuit is resolved and the environmental assessment is cleared, KIUC cannot move forward with securing permits and finalizing land agreements, precursors to starting construction. For now, plans that constitute a giant leap forward for the island's renewable energy future are stuck in limbo. Civil Beats coverage of climate change is supported by the Environmental Funders Group of the Hawaii Community Foundation, Marisla Fund of the Hawaii Community Foundation, and the Frost Family Foundation. Support Solutions Based Climate News.